You're listening to the Paul Hutchings Podcast, brought to you by paulhutchings.net, teaching you to be free through principle-centered lessons on personal development, online marketing, and financial literacy. Hey, friends and fellow Freedom Crusaders, welcome to episode three of the Paul Hutchings podcast. I'm so excited about what you're going to pick up as you tune in and listen. The title of the podcast is The Online Marketing Bridge to the Promised Land. And as you know, the Paul Hutchings podcast is all about personal development, online marketing, and financial literacy. In this episode, what I really want to do is I want to give you an introduction, a big picture overview to online marketing. Marketing, and I want to share some things with you in this podcast that will hopefully demystify the entire online marketing process. And of course, in the process of demystifying online marketing, I'm going to be sharing with you some of the most powerful and sometimes hidden lessons to long-term online marketing success and freedom. But before I get too far into it, back in episode one, I mentioned that there was a couple funny stories from back when I used to work in the job world, and I wanted to share one with you as a kickoff to this episode. So back in the day, I used to work at a call center, taking calls from customers and serving customers. This was my first job out of college. I had received a bachelor's degree in business administration, and I thought I was going to conquer the world, but instead I got a job in this call center making $11.09 an hour. Nonetheless, I decided to do the best with what I had, and so I would serve the customers in the best way. I studied all the material. I knew all the answers. I would show up early. I would leave late, and what was crazy about that situation was I started to notice people being hired from outside of the company to come in and take management positions over the people that were working in the company and doing all of this good work, and I thought that was unfair, and so myself and a few other employees, we complained a little bit to the upper management and we said, hey, we should at least have a chance to be interviewed for these positions. And so management capitulated and said, okay, we'll give you a chance to be interviewed for these management positions before we give them away to these folks that are just coming out of college and are kind of cherry picking the best positions. And so I had my interview day and I was so excited. I went into the interview and I was actually in the interview with the director of the department who also happened to be a very close relative of the owner of the company. And so I sit down in this interview and he's asking me questions and sizing me up. And one of the questions he asked me was, Paul, what would you say is one of your greatest strengths? And I said to the boss, I said, boss, I feel like I have passion. You know, I show up early, I leave late, I do the best that I can to serve the customers. I'm passionate about the company and the mission. You know, I, I've got passion. And so he said, okay, he nods his head, and then we go on with the rest of the interview. Well, when we get done with the interview, he says, Paul, are you open to some feedback? And I said, yeah, for sure. You know, I want to have success. Please give me some feedback. And he looks at me, and in my mind, as I'm remembering this experience, I can see him pointing his finger at my face, and he said, number one, you don't get the promotion, and number two, you don't have passion. And when he said that to me, my heart just sank, and I felt like he had smushed me into the ground with his thumb. And then he said, hey, you know, stand up. And he says, look out the window. And he goes, you see that guy over there? His name is Jared. He goes, now that's a guy 
with passion. If you really want to have passion, Paul, you should you should model uh, Jared. And I just remember that as an experience that said, you know what? I don't want to be in a situation all my life where other people are telling me that I'm not good enough, that I don't have what it takes, that I can't earn the money that I want to earn, that I have to stay stuck where they say I have to stay, stay stuck. And so that really lit a fire in me. And I'm grateful for that experience because it really ignited my passion even further, you know, to do something different and get out there and jump into the entrepreneurial world. And so one of the things that I wanted to say before we get into online marketing is I really believe that online marketing is one of the fastest and most accessible paths to freedom. You see what happened to me after that experience with the boss is I knew I needed to be an entrepreneur. I knew I needed to put my destiny in, in, into my own hands. And so I joined a network marketing company, which I was really excited about building a residual income, having a dream. And long story short, in my network marketing journey, I went about four or five years and didn't find myself in the successful position that I wanted to find myself. I made lists of people. I contacted my friends and family. I did everything that my upline leaders were telling me I should do. And at the end of that long road, I found myself living in a 1984 single wide trailer house, as I've described in episode one. And it wasn't until a fateful prayer one night over my two kids' bed that I discovered online marketing, or at least I discovered it after that prayer. I prayed to God and I said, if you're there, please help me find a way out of my situation. And a few different things came to me. One of them I mentioned in episode one, but the other thing that came to me was the internet. I thought to myself, there's gotta be a way to market my business, my products, my services on the internet to find the people that really want what I have. And so I got introduced to online marketing and what that did for me is it put me in a situation where I started to actually have people coming to me, wanting to buy my products from me, wanting to join in business with me. And over about probably six months to a year, maybe two years, I actually became the number one producer and earner in my entire network marketing company. And we were marketing a nutritional product at the time. And I can honestly say it was absolutely online marketing that took me to that status and helped a lot of my dreams start to come true. So I'm really passionate about online marketing and I really want to do the best that I can to teach you some things that will help you in your journey. So let's go ahead and get into this. The first thing I want to say about online marketing is that most people think that tools and traffic are the things that you need to be successful in online marketing. But I'm going to say something contrarian, maybe even shocking, and I'm going to say that actually tools and traffic are the least important because if you don't have the hidden online marketing freedom formula nailed down, no tool or traffic source can help you. And I'm going to share with you the hidden online marketing freedom formula in this episode. But before we get to that, you know I'm a fan of definitions. As I mentioned in a prior episode, Voltaire said, if you wish to converse with me, define your terms. So I want to define online marketing. Now, the first part of that is pretty self-explanatory. Online means the internet, the web, this crazy place in cyberspace that we all find ourselves living and working and building communities in nowadays. So that's pretty self-explanatory. 
explanatory. But marketing, on the other hand, I want to give you a definition of marketing that I learned from a mentor. Selling the things that people really want to the people who really want them. One of the greatest examples of this principle comes from a mentor who taught me one time, Paul, you don't want to try to sell steaks to vegetarians. That would be a grueling process that probably wouldn't work very well. Vegetarians don't like steak. So don't try to sell something that someone doesn't like to them because it's difficult. Instead, you can find groups of people who already want and love what it is you have to sell. And marketing is the process of finding those people who want what you have and making a match to where a match is made and in freedom heaven where your product or your service is paired up with the exact person who wants it. So that's going to be my definition of marketing here in this podcast, selling the things that people really want to the people who really want them. So let's jump into the hidden online marketing freedom formula. There are three questions I believe are crucial to ask and answer if you want to have online success long-term and through the process of building a business online long-term, actually build a life of freedom in the process and build a life of enjoyment where you love what you do. If I would say, okay, well, what are the three things you need to have success in online marketing? And some people might say, well, you got to have something to sell. And absolutely, you've got to have something to sell. If you want to generate income, you have to have something good to sell. And that's number two in the three things that I'm going to share with you here that you need to have online success long term. But the first one is this. Who are you and what is your purpose and mission in life? That's the first question that we must ask and answer. And the reason we must ask and answer that question is because in my experience, people buy people. They buy into people. They buy into those who have voices, who have leadership, who have influence. They buy into people who have made a connection, maybe established a relationship first, oftentimes before they buy into a product or a service. And this has been true in my experience in both network marketing and also online marketing. And so the question is, who are you and what is your purpose and mission in life? You have to think about that because you play a crucial role. As a matter of fact, I would go so far as to say that you are your business. It's not your products and your services. Yeah, that's part of it. But you, if you really want to have success marketing, you are the X factor, right? You are the X factor. So the other question that is in alignment with this, what is your purpose and mission in life? The next question, who are you meant to serve? Marketing is a process of, yes, making transactions, selling products and services. But if you really want to not just build an income and not just build freedom, but make a difference in the world and be inspired and motivated to do it long term, it's important that we know who we are and who we're supposed to serve. That group of people that need us, that need our message, that need us to show up every day like the sun. And here's the other question. How are you meant to enhance the world and help people? And all of that ties into that first category. So who are you? What is your purpose? What is your mission in life? 
Then the second thing is, what do you sell, right? What do you sell? What are your products and services? And maybe you're listening to this podcast thinking, well, you know, I already know what I sell. I already have products that I sell. I already have services that I sell. And that's great if you do. You already have those products and services. And so the next question after you know the answer to what you're selling is who is the market of people that are most likely to buy what you're selling and also most likely to be benefited by how you are destined to serve them. So we've got three things we're talking about here. We've got you, we've got what you sell, and we've got the market of people that you're destined to serve and who are also most likely to buy the product or service that you are bringing to market. And marketing really is encapsulated in these three areas. It's like this magical mix of figuring out who you are, what you're passionate about, what your mission and purpose in life is, having products and services that support that, and then also finding the groups of people that are a good fit for that. And I'm calling that the hidden online marketing freedom formula. And these will become more apparent as I continue on in this podcast as to why they are so crucially important. So let's jump into another definition. I'm going to define market. If you can imagine a big blank sheet of paper and this blank sheet of paper is representing all the people in the entire world. Some people say, I just wanna go out and change the world. And that's an admirable aspiration. However, for most of us, changing the entire world is a tall order. And so it's much better, in my opinion, to draw a circle on that sheet of paper that represents the group of people you're going to start with, the group of people that you're supposed to serve, the group of people that are in alignment with your mission and purpose, and also the group of people who are likely to be good candidates for the products and services that you sell. Another way to explain this is a market is a group of people that you'd find gathered together in a room somewhere. Let's imagine an event center and this event center is having an event and you've got all these people in the room. Why? Because they had something in common. They had similar goals. They had similar beliefs. If you go to a church building on Sunday, all those people are gathered together. Why? Because they share the same beliefs. You might also find groups of people gathered in areas of interest that they might have. Maybe like a guitar playing convention. All these people in a convention, they love the guitar. It's one of their most passionate interests. And so there they are gathered in this room. That's all a market is. It's just a group of people that share something in common. Now in marketing, it's better if this group of people has a problem or a dream that they are acutely aware of that you can help with via your teaching and or your product or service. If you found a person who'd been stranded in the desert for a week, how hard would it be to sell that person a glass of water? It would be super easy because that person is just famished and dehydrated and they want that glass of water more than anything. They're acutely aware of a problem or a dream that they have. And so if you can define a market of people, a group of people that have a problem or a dream and also are in alignment with who you are and your mission and purpose in life and also have some affinity with you, then that is a perfect match for marketing and deciding that you're going to serve this group of people. As I mentioned, the title to this episode is the online marketing bridge to the promised land. 
So I'm gonna be continuing to describe the marketing process using the metaphor of a bridge. And if you can imagine a bridge going across a river of water that maybe has some rapids under it, the water's going really fast, that water can represent the problem that the group of people that you're targeting has. And your job is to build a bridge over that scary water so they can cross the problems and they can get to their dream on the other side. So we're looking for a market of people that has a problem or a dream, and then we are going to be building a bridge. So marketing is building a bridge from you and your solutions, your products, services, ideas, to the people you're meant to serve. And you are in charge of building the bridge. That includes where the bridge starts and where it leads. You are both the bridge builder and the one on the bridge shouting to the right people, not, not everyone on the blank sheet of paper, but the people in that little circle, you're standing on the bridge saying, hey everybody, the solution is over here. The bridge that's gonna help you cross that scary water, it's over here, here I am, come on over here. That's marketing. You're shouting to the right people and letting them know where your bridge is located and also where the bridge leads, and also that the destination on the other side of the bridge, this is the best place to be. And so if you can imagine a best case scenario, this is my best case scenario, the people that you're looking for, they find the entrance to your bridge, they cross the bridge, and they love what they find so much that they decide they wanna help you bring more people across the bridge to your dream paradise. I'm going to back up here for just a quick moment because I skipped over a couple important points that I wanted to highlight here. So back to the hidden online marketing freedom formula, we talked about who you are and what is your purpose and mission in life. We talked about what you sell and we talked about who is the market of people you're destined to serve. Number two, what you sell. I wanted to share a couple of thoughts on this. Number one, I believe that a shortcut to freedom is to sell things that have a residual income aspect to them. So that could be a network marketing product, it could be an affiliate marketing product, it could be something that when you sell it, the people who buy it like it so much that every month that product or that service renews. And so you do the work once and now you have what's called residual income coming in over time. And of course you can do online marketing without residual income, but my mission is freedom and I imagine yours is too if you're listening to this podcast. So when you're thinking about what it is that you sell, it's important that what you sell has some residual aspect to it. Otherwise, you basically have a job because every month you're starting from scratch. Let's say you made sales in January, you didn't have a residual income aspect, now February one comes around, you're starting fresh, you're starting all brand new. And I'll tell you from my viewpoint, it is a beautiful thing when I see residual income notifications coming in all month long, February one starts, and I know that I have all these customers who are happy, they like our products, so all of those products are going to renew, and I have a residual income. That means I can take time off. So I would definitely love to highlight that as an aspect that you wanna look for in the what you sell category. The other thing that I wanna highlight is that if you're a beginner, it is much better, I think, to sell products and services that are already done. You can go out and create your products and services, and maybe you've got a dream in your heart, and maybe you've got a specific, unique skill set, and maybe that is the right thing for you to do. For most people, 
it's easier if they don't have to create the product or the service that someone else has already created it and they already know it's good and they already know it solves problems, that's a shortcut. So something in network marketing, something in affiliate marketing, uh, I would call that a done for you solution, a done for you product. So there's that. And two other aspects to what you sell, if you want to build freedom in your life and you wanna do it in a good way, it's also important that whatever it is you're selling is wrapped around a strong community. If you want those residual payments to last over a long period of time. These are things that I did not know to look for when I first got started building residual income. I did not understand how important the community was. I didn't understand how important having a community that I was in alignment with was. I didn't understand how important it was to have a community that was going to be there to help my customers and the people that I brought across the bridge. But if you have that, if you have a community where when you do the work to bring people across the bridge, they love what they find because of the way that it helped their life and also there's a whole bunch of people there to help and support that can really enhance your residuals and help those residuals go the distance which is what we all want we all want a long-term business we don't want a flash in the pan at least speaking for myself and imagining that's the case for you the other thing that I would throw out as food for thought when it comes to the internet and what it is that you sell I would like to issue a little bit of a warning on high ticket products. Now, I'm not totally against high ticket products and high ticket products are products or services that cost several thousand dollars or 10,000 or 20 or in some cases $50,000. These are high ticket products. And I would just like to throw out a caution to be wary of high ticket products simply because in many cases, the value that's presented, and I'm not saying all cases. So if you're out there saying, well, hold on here, Paul, I've got a high ticket product that uh, is great and delivers more in value than we charge for it. Fine. I'm not addressing you. I'm addressing a lot of high ticket programs do not deliver as much use value to the customer that matches or exceeds what the customer is outlaying in cash. And the reason that I think it's important to be wary of those types of products is because you want to feel good about what you're doing. If you really want to have a mission and a purpose that you can feel good about long term, you want to feel good about what you're doing. And for me, that means, at least in part, that what I deliver to a person when they pull out their credit card and they buy something from me, I want them to get something immediately that they find great value in and preferably more value in than they paid me in dollars. With high ticket stuff, you have to be careful because there's a balance there that sometimes gets out of whack. And the other reason that I think it's important to be wary of high ticket stuff, or at least cautious, is in my philosophy, I don't ever want anyone to get hurt with what I do. And sometimes if you're selling something really expensive, you can run into situations where a retired school teacher wanted to build an extra income from home. And so she joins this business and she's excited about building an extra income from home. And maybe there's a culture in the sales organization that encourages going in debt to buy these high ticket products and do whatever it is to drain your bank account and put it in the business because your dreams are on the line. That can lead to a scenario where people get hurt. And one of my favorite quotes from Napoleon Hill says, if you step on another 
man's face and of course another woman's face on the way up your ladder to success you have made a mockery of the money that you've earned i like to use as a guide another line from napoleon hill that comes in his last book grow rich with peace of mind where he quotes a line from the bible that is as follows not too much not too little you want to have a sweet spot you don't want to be selling something that's so cheap that you can't generate any a significant income from it but you also don't want to be selling something that's so expensive that you run into some of these dangers now again the information that i'm giving you right now cannot cover every single situation and scenario out there so i'm sure there are edge cases corner cases to where what I've just shared might not apply with high ticket products and services. But if you're beginning to market your business on the internet, I would just love to encourage you to be careful about those types of products and services for the reasons that I have mentioned. Okay, so let me jump back over to where we were. So we're talking about the marketing bridge and how you want people to find the entrance to your bridge, cross the bridge, and then get the result they were looking for on the other side and then be super happy about what they find and find all these cool people and then they decide they wanna stay and help you bring other people across the bridge. That's my dream best case scenario for my online marketing process. So continuing this description, I'd love for you to imagine this bridge having two huge billboards in front of it so that people can know where the bridge leads. If you can imagine people walking in front of the bridge, they're like, oh, there's a bridge, curious. Uh, I don't know where it goes, so I'm not going to take it. But if you had these two huge billboards that called out to the people and told them what was so great about the bridge, this is called message. And you want to have in your marketing what's called a message to market match. If you want the right people to find your bridge and be inspired to get on it. This is a crucial part of marketing. Remember we drew that little circle on the piece of paper? That's our target market. And in order to attract the target market, we have to have a message that offers them what they want. And in addition, here's a pro tip. If your message can also repel the ones you don't want, that can make the paradise on the other side of the bridge a lot more enjoyable for everyone who's already there, right? So that's message, message to market match. Really important lesson in marketing. Hey there, my friend, this is Paul Hutchings jumping in in the middle of this episode to let you know that I got a little long-winded and I did promise you that I was gonna do my best to keep these short. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna split this episode up into two parts and in the next episode will be the second part where we're going to cover the online marketing bridge infrastructure, the three main ways we get people onto the bridge, the bulletproof strategy for long-term online success, the three main tools you need to build a successful long-term online marketing business, and the last one that we're gonna cover in the next episode is the hidden T word that accounts for all real long-term online success, and no, it's not traffic. So, hope to see you in the next episode as we continue our journey in online marketing. Hey there, my friend. This is Paul Hutchings. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I hope this has been a great investment into your better future. To make sure that you don't miss out on future episodes and bonus content, please visit paulhutchings.net and click the podcast link in the menu bar to subscribe. Thanks again for listening and whatever you do, always go for your dreams.